Hi, I'm Serena Lowe. If you're used to hearing that introverts are shy, anxious, antisocial, and lack good communication and leadership skills, then this podcast is for you. You're about to fall in love with the calm, introspective, and profound person that you are. Discover what's fun, unique, and powerful about being an introvert, and how to make the elegant transition from quiet achiever to quiet warrior in your life and work, anytime you want, in more ways than you imagined possible. Thanks for being here. Welcome to Episode 4 of the Quiet Warrior Podcast. I'm Serena Lowe, the Quiet Warrior Coach. In today's episode, I want to highlight a trait that is common to anyone who has standards. And by standards, I mean standards of excellence and professionalism. Your standards may not be the same as someone else's, but they matter to you because they are part of who you are. They represent the things you care about most, and they reflect on how you see yourself and how you want to be seen. I'm talking specifically about perfectionism and being a perfectionist who is also an introvert. Perfectionism has been called the need to be perfect or to appear to be perfect. If something is less than perfect, the perfectionist says, it is not good enough. It is flawed, incomplete, a write-off. Some people I know are extremely particular about spelling and grammar and punctuation. They can't walk past a billboard or read something on social media without raising an eyebrow at what they consider glaring spelling errors or a wrong use of your versus your. Some people are particular about being punctual and would be most apologetic to keep others waiting. Some people are particular about how one should dress when they go to formal places like church, while others don't really care, choosing comfort in how they feel on the day over norms. The challenge is when we give a temporary setback or failure the meaning that we are not good enough, and when we start to judge others for not living up to our standards. Think of the A student who gets a poor mark on one test and goes into a meltdown and starts calling themselves names. Or the sports person who plays badly in one game and has difficulty moving on and enjoying the rest of the game because they are busy obsessing over how they didn't perform to their own expectations. The public speaker who freezes and forgets their script and decides that they are not cut out for public speaking and refuses to ever speak in front of an audience again. The person who places a high value on raising a perfect family and looks critically at someone else who is doing life differently. There's a fine line between wanting to uphold one's standards of excellence and being in that self-destructive spiral of nothing ever being good enough unless it's 100%. There are contexts, of course, where perfection and accuracy are a must. For instance, in the practice of law, medicine, building construction, healthcare, where people's lives and health and safety are at stake. I remember entering my girls in spelling bees when they were in primary school. The rules were such that a word was either spelled correctly or incorrectly. There was no other alternative. If it was spelled as it should be, the judge would say, correct. If it was not, the bell would ting and everyone in the audience would groan in sympathy as the student who got the spelling wrong was eliminated. While many people happily describe themselves as perfectionists, 
Dr. Brene Brown says that according to her data, perfectionism isn't actually a positive trait. What emerged for me in the data is that perfectionism is not about striving for excellence or healthy striving, says Dr. Brown. It's a way of thinking and feeling that says this, if I look perfect, do it perfect, work perfect, and live perfect, I can avoid or minimize shame, blame, and judgment. I call perfectionism the 20-ton shield. We carry it around hoping that it will keep us from being hurt, but it keeps us from being seen. So what can we do if our perfectionism is keeping us as introverts from making progress in life and work, or undermining our relationships because we keep focusing on what's wrong with other people? Let's talk about how perfectionism keeps us from being seen. I speak with many introverted business owners, and the same challenges keep coming up. They say, I want to be more visible on social media. I want more clients. I want to have a bigger impact. I want to feel comfortable and authentic selling and talking about my business. But I don't want to be seen. I'm not ready to open up my life to public scrutiny because I might get judged or laughed at or criticized. I'm not good enough yet. Just give me more time. I need to do more research. I need to get more qualifications to get certified. I will put myself out there when I'm ready. But ready never comes because it's a moving goalpost. We are telling ourselves a story that keeps us in perpetual avoidance mode. It sounds good, doesn't it, to say all those things, especially to other people who ask, so how's your business going? Or how's that project you mentioned the last time we talked? It sounds like we're actually doing something productive and being professional and careful about it. But if we are honest, could it be that this is just our strategy for avoiding the doing of the work? Not because we don't have the capacity or the capability to deliver. We know from experience that introverts are extremely meticulous. This is more about the reluctance to commit, to go in 100%, because we want that certainty and assurance of success and perfection first. We want to look good. We don't want our precious content or creation that we have labored so hard over to be exposed to a critical and sometimes ignorant audience. We want to be completely protected before we venture out. The antidote to perfectionism, be it towards ourselves or others? Here are four tips. More self-compassion. More self-acceptance. Learning to accept good enough in some areas rather than perfect. And remembering that we are constantly improving and evolving. And what we present today will not be the same as what we present a year from now. It will be so much better. So let's talk about self-compassion. Self-compassion is about being gentle with ourselves as we navigate the valleys and mountaintops of life. Accepting that we will get tired. We will lose motivation. We will feel lost and overwhelmed and doubt our abilities. Self-compassion is being extra kind to ourselves on the hard days, cheering ourselves on when we get tired, enlisting the help of others to stay inspired and to keep going. 
Self-acceptance is about truly accepting that we are good enough right now, even if we're still trying to figure things out. Because our worth as a human being does not depend on what we've accomplished, and our failures, setbacks, and works in progress do not make us any less worthy or loved or significant. Each of us has a part to play in the grand picture that we cannot see. Learning to be okay with being good enough rather than perfect means we can get started today. Taking one inspired step at a time, leaning in when it gets hard, listening to our intuition and divine intelligence for the next nudge. Because we don't have to be great to get started, but we do have to start to become great. And that means that our audience and our community get to grow alongside us and witness our growth, our commitment, and our integrity from where we are now, a step or two ahead of them on the path to the infinite possibilities ahead, if we continue on that path. What is possible for us becomes possible for them because they can see us moving through the exact same hesitation and self-doubt, the hero's journey of moving from I don't know enough and I feel like an imposter to I can do hard things and I'm getting better all the time, then extending all these new and empowering beliefs and learnings outwards towards others. Because when we can practice being self-compassionate, self-accepting, good enough and constantly evolving, it is so much easier to extend the same grace to others we will become less critical, less judgmental, less attached to having things our way, more open to possibility and alternative ways of looking at the world, more connected and more present. This is the gift of being perfectly imperfect. I want to finish off with a quote from Leonard Cohen. Ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering." There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. I'm so grateful that you're here today. If you found this content valuable, please share it on your social media channels and subscribe to the show on your favorite listening platform. Together, we can help more introverts thrive. To receive more uplifting content like this, connect with me on Instagram at Serena Lowe, Quiet Warrior Coach. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. See you on the next episode.